Hello, I'm Alexander, and you're listening to Shout, the podcast for South Yorkshire Fire and Rescue. In this series, I'll be speaking to frontline staff from across the service and asking them about some of the life-saving incidents they've responded to. Although I'm speaking to individual staff members, every guest I speak to is part of a bigger team. They are all ordinary people working together to save lives 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. And he literally was walking towards me, so I was like, why are you bringing her to me? And I looked around and there was nobody else there, and it was just the loneliest place. For the first episode, I'm speaking to Kirsty Wright. She's a watch manager at Burley Moor Fire Station in Sheffield. I asked her to tell me about a life-saving incident she attended, what it felt like to be in the middle of a situation like that, and what it means to her to be in a job where she can make a real difference. So now, over to Kirsty. So I'd only just been in temporary role as watch manager, not, not for long, um, and it came through as a premise fire. Then when we got there, we found that it was some form of sheltered housing, and due to time of the night, it was obvious that there'd have been somebody inside. And then we had people that uh, come out of the flat and said that a lady would have been in there. So um, committed crews BA to extinguish fire and search for her, and they found her um, on a bed. Um, and I, I remember it. It's one that sticks in my mind because our new enrolled, and that all brings a, a different element of uh, responsibility. Um, but also, when you're in charge, it can be quite a lonely place to be because everybody's tasked with a job, and then you're stood outside, like waiting for the unknown to unfold. And the BA crew brought her out, um, and when they brought her to me, um, one of the BA wearers had got a cradled in her arms and he literally was walking towards me so I was like why are you bringing her to me and I looked around and there was nobody else there and it was just the loneliest place because um, you always when you go to house fires you, you would always get more than one appliance but because of where the location and the time of night we were on our own for a while and uh, I remember looking around and there was nobody else there firefighter wise but just members of the public just staring at me. And I thought, wow. And then he just brought it to me. And I also remember because, like, the weight of an adult, people will always ask as a woman, oh, you won't be able to lift me out of a house fire. And I'd say, well, we don't... There's always more than one person and we wouldn't necessarily lift and there's this and the other ways we can rescue people. Um, and I remember thinking... Uh, is just passing it to me and I thought she'd be heavy and she was just light as a feather uh, and that stuck in my mind as well um, and then I just remember thinking oh my goodness like so many eyes on me and she was unconscious and then I remember thinking oh my goodness please don't die it was oh um, and then I put down put down on the floor because there was nowhere else for her put her down on the floor and she was unconscious and um, looks around again for help, no ambulance, nobody else. And again, like I say, all those eyes on me, and I'm thinking, 
right, got to step up now and and take your gaffer role off and and save this save this lady and um I mean goodness goodness knows how but she did she came round before I got all the kit off ready to um give her CPR and I remember thinking again at the time she's so frail I'm going to hurt her even though I know obviously she was unconscious um but uh when I was getting all the kit off I was still talking to her um and rubbing her face and rubbing her hands um and then she she just came round while while I was giving her oxygen, she came round and within a matter of minutes she was talking to me as though nothing had happened and I just I remember thinking, wow, like old you know like the older generation they they're just very quick to recover they look so frail and like I said within minutes she was talking to me and and then thankfully ambulance came to, uh, and the other pumps I was able to. Um, hand the lady over and um, and pass it and, and carry on doing what I needed to do. Um, and then fortunately she survived and she got rehomed. So that was a nice ending to what I thought was was going to be a different consequence and, and a different ending, especially with so many people watching. The element of pressure there and then also not wanting them to see the things that we see as well, trying to protect them. Because they're naturally inquisitive, aren't they, members of the public? Yeah, definitely. You mentioned um, about the kind of feeling the pressure, obviously being in a um, sort of supervisory role and also having members of the public watching you. Mm. How do you handle that kind of pressure? Oh, um, it's cha- it's certainly changed from when I first joined. I've been in now, uh, coming up to 14 years next year. Now... Um, there is a different element of pressure because of social media. And we find now um, that people are, not, not pe- some people can be more focused on um, video, videoing you and the incident than actually helping. Um, and that can be really frustrating because they, some people have been on calls where they've, they're literally in your way because they're so desperate to get the, the first um, video so they can put it on social media so that can be frustrating but um, we just block it well I, I certainly know me and my watch just block it out um, and just do what what we have to do really Is there a stage where your training kicks in at that point? Yeah so we have, we have training um, for um, IEC which it's called um, but it's it's not a training skill that you use on a daily basis. So um, fortunately, so n- it's difficult to preempt how you are going to react. Firstly, it's like knowing how you are going to react to a situation like that. Um, and I always try and think when I'm in a more controlled environment, even like driving to work, try and test myself about. Um, what to do and if this situation occurred um, and then I always think like in that moment of like sheer panic for everybody concerned like would I go blank does your mind go blank and, and that's when you're looking around and by having like a colleague there you're almost like just reaffirming what you've learned and what you know but on that particular occasion it just it did just 
kick in and I think it's having that confidence in yourself that you know what you're doing and fortunately you don't need to be tested on a daily or regular basis uh, but it is there um, we, we train ourselves on station we have we have the training through our training department but then the onus is on you and your watch to to continue with that training but it does um, it does make it does emphasize the fact that you do need to do the training because you just don't know what you're going to get or when you're going to get it and and being an officer as well that you're almost like I say when I said it's the loneliest place because I'm so reliant on and dependent on turning around and passing that responsibility on to somebody else um, that and becoming almost task focused that you think at times wow this is now down to you so it does it makes you realize that you need to keep on top of your, your training and, and things. When you come away from an incident like that, how do you feel? Um, just elated. I, I was just gobsmacked more that the lady had survived and she was um, more just having a chat as though nothing had, had happened really. So it, it it's just a, a really nice feeling knowing that you've made a difference and um, saved a life but uh, um, knowing it's down through the teamwork of you and your colleagues as you know if, if we'd have been any later in getting there if they'd have not found her um, it could have had different consequences so you have that feeling of it's, it's difficult to explain really um, but it's a nice feeling yeah. And obviously so much of what firefighters do, like you said, it is a team effort. Mm -hmm. Is is there ever a moment in an incident like that where you would you'd think to yourself, oh, I did really well there? Or is it always the team? Um, I guess, yeah, you, when you're debriefing it to yourself, um, when you're back on station, or for me, um, I do a lot of my... Uh, thought process when I'm driving home because that's the only time that you've got to yourself where you can like unwind and you think it through um, and as much as I can say it was through me uh, giving the lady um, first aid um, that saved her it wouldn't if it if the BA wearers that had not brought her out then I wouldn't have been in that position to do that so it is it's rare in the fire service that we would do anything singular. We do work as a team and we work well as a team. Um, and it would be unfair to take credit as a as an individual on an incident like that. It's definitely teamwork. Yeah. Is it the kind of thing you imagined um, you'd be doing when you signed up as a firefighter? Um, yeah, I guess so. That's one of the reasons why why I signed up to be a firefighter, uh, was to not necessarily save life, but make a difference. Um, and incidents like that just reaffirm why I joined the job and why I enjoy riding still on a fire engine, even though I'm in uh, a watch manager position. I still have moments where I know I've made a difference. Um, saving a life or um, helping, just helping somebody. Um, it, it's what I signed up for and I feel very fortunate to be able to um, 
to do to do that and call it a job. Thank you so much to Kirsty. I absolutely loved hearing her speak so honestly about what it feels like to be placed in an emergency situation like that. If you enjoyed it too, please give us a five star rating on iTunes or share the link with people you know. It will really help other people to find our series and to hear the stories of our frontline heroes. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.